This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan, now headed for a conference championship weekend. And we'll be broadcasting about it all five days. And in two weeks' time, we'll be broadcasting live from Sin City, Las Vegas, home of the Super Bowl uh, this year. And uh, we look forward to providing you the best radio row coverage possible. Make a big plan here to kill it for you while we're out there. Okay. Uh, it's time now in the G-Bag Nation for our 6 o'clock segment, the Athletic Cowboys fan poll results and possibly even some family drama, Woolchuck. Yeah, we've got uh, the fan poll. We talked a little bit about that family drama uh, during the 520 segment. If you missed it, we do have CD's mom that came out, was very, very unhappy uh, during the game, put it on Facebook that uh, Dak isn't it, uh, not at all. They need to get rid of his ass. It's guys on that team that wants a ring. They work too hard in the comments she was saying. Uh, he don't want a ring. She was not happy with Dak's performance. We know about Micah's brother. We touched on that a little bit. Uh, Micah did end up putting out a reply back in terms of what his brother said. But Micah's brother, I can't wait because y'all are really clueless on here, said Terrence Parsons. The greatest crimes to this man is being done by his own organization. Y'all going to miss him when he's gone. You know, I I think it's disappointing. um, And I, I want everybody who thought I was a Dak hater to recognize this fact. I am saying... Dak is not good enough to win a Super Bowl with this crappy of a roster, you know? And I, I understand if if a mom gets frustrated especially, but you're a football fan. You're, you've committed yourself to knowing the most possible about football, okay? How can you expect Dak to go out there and win when he doesn't have linebackers on his team and they just they can't run the ball efficiently, you know? I, I know Dak wasn't great. I, I do. But inferior quarterbacks are taking their team significantly farther. This is a Jones family disaster. And the the players that get blamed from players' teammates or idiots on Twitter, to me, they're the victims in this deal, not being appreciated for going out there and doing a hell of a job um, in a lot of situations. But no quarterback goes through this and dominates all three or four opponents and wins the Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. Mm. You need your defense or your running game to help you win some of these. And... You know, so far, Dak has shown up in his rookie year with a crap defense. And then since then, with either bad wide receivers or a non-existent running game or a combination thereof. Um, And I'm still waiting. You know, when when Dak arrives with the best team and loses, that's when I'll be like, okay, now we have some clear evidence here that Dak isn't the guy that you can win a Super Bowl with. But all I see is dudes like Jared Goff out here and Brock Purdy. You think they're better than Dak Prescott? No, nobody would think that. You know, they're in they're in better situations because they have organizations that actually try to win the Super Bowl instead of make, just make the playoffs. Well, Chuck, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy too, man. I now mean, you it, made me defend Dak again. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to make you do anything, but okay, but, maybe CD's mom did. But CD's mom, CD's mom, frustr- frustrating there. Uh, Micah did comment on regards to Terrence Parsons, his brother. His comments said any comments made by Terrence Parsons Jr. are his and his alone. As you know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. I love my team, my brother's on my team, and the city of Dallas, and I'm more committed than ever to bring a championship to the greatest fan base on earth. Mm. So Micah said, you know, put the kibosh on that. We haven't heard anything uh, from Dak or CD 
in regards to, you know, what Tad said. And I don't think Dak usually comments on what Tad said, but we haven't heard any, any response from CD on what his mom said. And that might have, it was during the game, right? So things might have just been um, emotions are hot. Clearly her son's upset. You could see it in his body language. She's she's defending CD. But, uh, yeah, it, it's not great. You, you don't want this kind of infighting in the Cowboys clubhouse. So this should stay in-house. We don't want this thing being outside. It's not good. And, again, it goes down to, you know, the culture that we're building here. And, and I don't know. I mean, that, that thing seems pretty damn broken. Just kind of wish that maybe CD would come out and apologize. Maybe maybe he has. Maybe he called Dak and apologized and said, hey, listen, man. Very it, possible. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, moms get a little emotion. You you know, you understand you you had that relationship with your mom and stuff. It's special and all that. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, and I, I hope he would. I hope that maybe, you know, that's, again, you don't need family members coming out in the media and I, I just love it now because stuff like that. Now, now the Dak haters are all over my ass, and they might be worse at making up stuff than the Dak homers. Dude had nine Pro Bowlers. He had the better team. No, he had seven Pro Bowlers, but two of them were the punter and the kicker, and another one was Deron Bland, who it was just good at intercepting it and running it back into the end zone. That's the only thing that he does on a Pro Bowl level. Um, okay, Dawson, how can you say they have a bad roster and Dak can't win? They have nine first-team All-Pros. Shut up, Bobby Belt Jr. Okay, again, no, they don't. It was seven, and it was Pro Bowlers. Is Goff better than Dak? I don't think so. I'm not a Dak fan, but the issue is not Dak. It's the schemes. They are just bad. Okay, 817. <laughs> Appreciate all that feedback coming in pretty strong here. Well, there's plenty of that, yeah. I mean, but they're, uh, they're saying that, Dak, that schemes for Dak are bad? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that was a Dak supporter there. Oh. I think the the run game I, I, scheme is bad. No, definitely. no, no. That part of it is. I, I I totally agree with you. But man, he had a. It, we've been talking about a Pro Bowl player really all year, right? Since week five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Second team All Pro. Yeah. So I mean, it, <laughs> some schemes. I think they they probably figured some scheme things out. I mean, the, they can't run the ball. Yes. That's the biggest damn problem. And he almost won MVP yeah. without a running yeah. game. Yeah. It's yeah. not Dak is not he, the problem. They yeah, cannot if you want, run if the you ball. Want optimism. You know, then, then yeah, that's the way to look at it. Like, yeah. Sure. Holy crap. I mean, you get a run. They game weren't going good at then... center. They weren't good at right tackle. The left tackle occasionally got injured. You missed him for some games. You know, there's problems. I hear the old excuse machine cranking up. Do you uh, guys? Yeah. I mean, the, the, All issue, right, the, the issue is the. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no, he he is a, a uh, excuse train. The excuse oh, train. I'm a, I'm a machine guy. The myself. issue is the inferior quarterbacks that Dak has lost to in the postseason. Yeah. Ultimately, maybe he's not the problem. And I, I think it's fair to say he is definitely not the problem, but he is certainly not the solution. And, and the way he played against the Packers was part of the problem. 100%. And when I say he's not the problem, I just mean like he's not the one thing holding no, this team back. There are multiple all. things, and part of part of which I think it's fair to say, yes, they didn't have a rushing attack. And when you go back and watch the game, and when you watch the way other quarterbacks break the game down, the game being the Packers game, you'll see that they had flaws in their passing concepts 100%. as well, big time, that were just feeding right into Green Bay. And one guy's able to intercept the ball because your passing concepts and your spacing allows for him to guard two guys at once. You've got three slants going to the same area they, i mean so and obviously they know you're going to go to a cd you're not going to throw that to brandon cooks he tried it earlier and he got intercepted so now who do i need to pick in this situation oh he's probably going to cd guessed right boom pick six yeah plenty of plenty of problems to go around yeah no doubt all right the athletic uh post though they put out this last week it's from our boy john Mashota. cowboys fan poll results you guys tell me what you think here was keeping mike mccarthy the right decision no yes no undecided no. No, Your Honor. Ended up being the... What was the percentage, please? 64.9%. I was going to say in the 70s. 
64.9% said no. 9.9% uh, said undecided. 25.1% said yes. It is the best decision we could realistically expect the Cowboys to come to. That's where I believe. I know that's a little bit of a, a gymnastic. Uh, I don't think it was the right decision to keep him. If I was the coach or if I was in charge, there's no place I would go other than the Shanahan coaching tree. Okay? And anybody doing something different right now is faulty. And they wouldn't have done that. They, they were right. not going yeah, to bring we, we in can't Bobby expect the Cowboys to do Ben that. Johnson. Yeah. They were not going to do that. But it is very like what the bleep when I do believe a guy like Jim Harbaugh has had success at every yeah. level. I would have been thrilled with that hire and he would have taken the job. I'd give you Harbaugh too. You know? Because you know, I, I get the, the question marks with Belichick. I, I would say some I, of that. Harbaugh over Belichick in my But book. Harbaugh for me was kind of the guy. Like if you had a chance to get him, which they did, and he would have taken the job. I, he absolutely would have. That, that, that one hurts. That one stings a little bit. I am looking forward to seeing you. We'll, we'll get to see it all play out with you know when when Bill lands on a place and if if Jim comes to the NFL, like the the way they build out their staff, I think is going to be super interesting. And that'll be that'll give you a lot of like, okay, would you have really wanted these two things? Because here's the coaching staffs they built, and I'm probably more inclined to think Harbaugh is going to have a better staff than, than Belichick because it sounds like Belichick's just dipping back into the well of same old dudes. Let's run it back. McDaniels, you need a job? I got you, Bubba. Hey, Patricia, you just got fired by the Eagles again. Let's go. Joe Judge, where are you at? Special teams, holler at your boy. Yeah, it sounds like that's going to happen. Hey, all three phases. All three phases. Uh, who would have been the best head coach for the Cowboys among these options? He gave McCarthy, Belichick, Harbaugh, Quinn, Vrabel, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick goes down the list. Deion Sanders was on here. The favorite was Jim Harbaugh, 26.2% of the votes. Next up, Vrabel at 21.2%, followed by Belichick at 209 and then Mike McCarthy at 11.8% of the vote. Bobby Slowick got 5%, Ben Johnson 4%. And that could just be like people don't really understand voting, who they are, <laughs> what's going yeah, on. Yeah, those aren't, those aren't household names by any stretch. And the Cowboys, so. as I mentioned, they're not going in, in hiring those guys. If they're going to make a change at quarterback, they want a name that people know. How many games will the Cowboys win next season? 13 or more, 10 to 12, 8 to 9, less than 8. 8 to 9. 8 to 9 was 15.5% of the vote. It's, I mean, it's obviously hard to know until you figure out what this team is actually going to look like after an offseason, but I think right now it's it's safe to say you're three years at 12 wins. 10 to 12, that's what my vote was. 10 to 12 would probably be, but I mean... Based eight, on the track record, eight, but you never know. Maybe, yeah. I mean, hey, maybe this team is just, we're done. You know, they don't about, believe in the quarterback, there's infighting, and they just go ahead and implode like the Eagles just did the last kind of seven fit, weeks of the year. Having to play like the AFC North, right? Not who we're Schedule's with. tough. Yeah. yeah, you got the and, AFC and, North. And you're playing the first place schedule because you won the division. Yep, you got to have the San 49ers Francisco's, on your schedule. Yeah, yeah, It could be tough, but 10 to 12 was the leader with 77.5% of the vote. How far will the Cowboys go in the playoffs next season? Won't make it. Losing the wild card round, losing divisional round, NFC Championship, Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Wild card round exit, 41.3% of the vote, followed mm -hmm. by divisional round because maybe you get a bye. Uh, so you're one and done either way. Right. Next up was NFC Championship game loss and then won't make the playoffs. But 4.5% said win in the Super Bowl. And I did like Mike when he talked about this earlier. That might have just been the Jones family voting. Feels like the, I mean, it feels like it's more likely they miss the playoffs than make it to a conference title game. Yeah, if I had to choose, like yeah. if my life depends on it, I'm saying they don't make the playoffs as opposed to getting in conference. They're 28 years. It's you and the commanders now. You look up, that ain't company I want to be sharing. Get out of my car. Find a way to find a way to make it to that conference title game. Now that the Lions are there, 
You know, I, I think some of it is just they laid an egg. I do think they're they're probably better than the wild card teams. And I, I think if Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones agreed to keep this going, I think they're going to give him the resources that he needs to address their weaknesses. Well, I pray. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll be better, at least on paper, than they were this last year. Where does your current Cowboys fandom rank? I'm done with the team. Mm-hmm. Will take a while to start caring again. I'm a diehard no matter what happens and never believed more in the team's direction. That's a zero percent. That's a bagel. It got one percent. There were 20 votes. That's a that's a fat finger. <laughs> I clicked the wrong thing. Oopsie, sorry. Yeah, 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 that's a fat finger. Those 20 people are like, they got the Andouis like me. 100%. Dead tie. 45.1% for will take a while to start caring again, and I'm a diehard no matter what happens. Yeah, you know, I, I'm in a different place where I'm just, I'm accepting that they're not going to do it while holding out a tiny bit of hope that they could get lucky and do it, you know? That's the beauty of sports, man. Yeah. There is that opportunity for the luckiest thing to ever happen. Mm-hmm. These were interesting. What would you grade McCarthy over his four seasons with the Cowboys? A, B, C, D, F, B, 45.9%. And then C, 41.4%. Yeah, those are those are the two options there, depending on Would how you want to do it. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd probably be more pessimistic about it and say we brought you here for more than the regular season. We brought you here for the playoffs, and you've kind of crapped the bed each time. So you get a C, you get to pass because your regular seasons allow for it. But I can't give you a B because a B would mean you probably got to a conference title game. All right, let's try fit three of these more. Uh, what grade would you give Jerry for his last four seasons as GM? A, B, C, D, F. It's also B and C is the favorites, but C is the leader, 29.4%. And then are you fine with the Cowboys giving Dak a new contract that makes him one of the highest paid players in the league? No. 57.4%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw, I read a great article on this today. If if you can't win with Dak at forty, how are you going to win with him at sixty? Absolutely. You know, there, there, there. It's a massive mistake that like teams like that are owned by the Joneses and you know have a front office that's antiquated and crusty. They're still stuck managing teams like it's two thousand six. Yes, we got to have the franchise quarterback, and mm-hmm. then everything starts. And teams are being like, well, no, not really. No stability. No. Yeah. It goes back to the article we had last week with Ben yeah. Solak. It's it's stability. I'd rather have what I know. Hey, I know we can win ten to twelve games. I've got a good quarterback. We can make it in the playoffs. Now, do we do anything in the playoffs? No, but at least we're in the conversation every year. The Eagles, you know, decided Carson Wentz was nearly an MVP. We won a Super Bowl uh, with Nick Foles. Wentz not good enough. They might be getting ready to decide Jalen Hurts not good enough. The Niners in the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo decided, hey, he's not good enough. The Chiefs with with Alex Smith, like. Teams are are saying we are not locking in to giving our quarterback this insane amount of money against the cap and just keeping our fingers crossed. There are more ways to skin this cat than ever. Stephen Jones is very fond of saying that. I'm just waiting to, for him to prove it, that he can actually be adaptable. You know, we, we've seen some minor tweaks with their coaching. It's time for the front office to get caught up and realize what yes. decade they're in. I think that that's a big problem. Which one gives you the most confidence going forward? Jerry, McCarthy, Dak, or none of the above? None of the above. 67.5% of the fan base voted for that. Jerry, um, Mike, and Dak? Jerry, Mike, and Dak. Most no, confidence? No face in any of them. Hmm. I don't know. I go back and forth. Will McClay is not an option? It was an option on that, no. Jerry, Mike, 
I'm flip flopping on this. I think, guys, I can't answer. That, that's none, none of the that's, above is my answer. That's a none of the above. Yeah. yeah. How can you? How can you realistically? I can't trust have faith in Dak in a playoff game again. No. I hope he does it. I'd love to be proven wrong. Go out there and win that damn Super Bowl. Please. I don't have proof in Mike either because he's now 11 and 11, and he failed to win multiple Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be considered one of the top 10 arguable quarterbacks to ever play, and. And Jerry, dude, 28 years, you haven't changed a damn thing with how you run the, the operation. And all you do is We got lose. rid of all us and hired Will. Well, Will's Will's great. And and I would I would put would you lump I would Will, put faith would in you, Will. Would you lump Will in there with the GM? I guess I guess maybe you would have to. He's in the front office, so Jerry is speaking for the front office there. Like maybe if that is like your the faith in the front office. Jerry Dak, Mike. That's your order? My order. Yeah. Really? And then the fan yep. base is very in favor of giving CD and Micah yep. long-term deals. Yep. Hasn't Jerry been the one constant nope. over the course of? Nope. He doesn't run the team anymore. I and think he, he's still got the final say, man. On he, I, I think he's got veto power and all that, but the nuts and bolts everyday operation of this football team is now in Sun's hands and Will's hands. Okay, and and you trust them? I'm just I mean, saying, I, I I'm, guess. I'm lumping, maybe I'm, Steven. I'm lumping. I'm lumping that whole group is the is the, just together. The GM. Okay. That's what yeah, I'm I think you just. I, I just like to say the front office, you yeah. know, because Jerry doesn't deserve all the blame or the credit. You know, yeah. it's it's multifaceted, but I definitely perceive that Stephen Jones is a lot more in control than when I started covering this yes. team. Yes, I would believe that 100%, but yeah. I do think final say, as you mentioned, like that's still Jerry's call. I think he has veto day. power. I think they tell him, you know, what they're going to do or how they're going to, you know. they you know, Jerry, Jerry's, uh, I mean, done it for a long time, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, you're 81 years old. Who's deciding on on neglecting free agency? I think that's Stephen. Okay. Yeah, because Stephen, Stephen looks at his team – Steven did something unusual, and maybe Will convinced him to do that this year, was to trade draft picks for veteran players. But what did they do under the Steven Jones plan? And Adam Pacific, a great job of them getting teams to trade and take on salary. Right, yeah. You know? See, that, we need to get Steven out of there, I think, pretty bad. I, I think his his conservative ways like got Dad away from making bad decisions that were putting this team behind the eight ball. Um, but he's just not aggressive enough. He's, he's not aggressive enough with his team building. And Brian, you know it, and I'm sure Woolchuck and Chiafano because they've heard the story several times. If it was up to Stephen Jones, you would have only had two Super Bowls in the 90s because you wouldn't have got Dion. Hmm. He tried to put Dad up against a wall yeah. going after Dion. And then Dad had the cojones, maybe the shoulders and the chesticles to say, back off, son. Yeah. Okay? And son yeah. backed up. Now, over time... Steven got more control, but, but Jerry needs to come in there and say, hey, we're not doing this so conservatively again, yeah. son. Just like I told you we needed Haley and we needed a Dion, you can't just draft and be conservative your way to a Super Bowl. Now, well, I, have I taught you anything here, son? Yeah, but I think Steven, the one thing Steven has done is when it comes to the drafting, like he wouldn't let his dad take Johnny Manziel. No doubt. Nobody's denying that. I think sure. Steven, when it comes to the draft, has yeah. is, is been a, a great great asset but yeah. otherwise when it comes to the free agency stuff i mean hell well guys, come on. but that's what i'm saying though that we've they've gone to the route of signing their own i mean right, that, which honestly has proven they've not well, gotten what, what they've the, not gotten much in those second the peop, contracts the, the people the people are on board with signing cd right and parsons yeah yeah same like ultimately as two, great as michael parsons is i think that is a long-term contract that who whatever team gives him is going to regret yeah you don't let dad get gimmicky bad uh alcoholic quarterbacks Okay, you don't let him go get criminals 
you know, that he did wants that to just pepper your time. roster yeah, with. Be like, oh, to hell with the team chemistry and whatever. We're just putting this guy on the team, even though he's going to mother bleep the coach the first day he's here. You don't need that. But anything short of that, let dad's wildcatting actually go get you some players and push you over the top Chris Young style. Stephen Jones could run his system of team building for the next three decades, and I don't think ever get out of the divisional round. Um, so we have to hope that Steve doesn't well, want the spotlight and wants to change how this organization pivots. It's more of a marketing company now well, than it is a football Will team. Will has figured out how to build a team that can win the division. Well, I would like Absolutely. Will to just yeah. have the yeah. title, and then he gets the opportunity. If he sees a guy in free agency, I don't need to double-check with Steven or Jerry. I can do what I want to do. And I'd like to see what Will can do just having the reins of that as a true general manager. That would be uh, when he goes and runs the Probably. New York football giants or the – Los Angeles Chargers or somebody like that. FC Dallas still leads Inter-Miami. It's 1-0, 63rd minute over there at the Cotton Bowl. Coming up next, it's a sports hodgepodge. Chief, where are you taking us? The Rangers have lost another champion next year in the nation. Welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation here on the Fan Time now for a sports hodgepodge with Eric Chiafalo. Segment of the G-Bag Nation brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one's been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Jump online to truckwreck.com. Here's Eric Chiafalo. All right, we're just a couple of minutes away from basketball or butt crack, but it uh, looks like Aroldis Chapman is no longer a Ranger. Former Ranger Aroldis Chapman has agreed to a deal with the Pirates of Pittsburgh. So. Right on. Yeah, I'm not missing on, uh, him at all. Uh, I was, I mean, I, it was it was miserable trying to get through a playoffs with him. Every time we go out there, it's like, okay, we're walking two guys. <laughs> Anxiety, the yeah. heart palpitations. I thought I was about, yeah, I mean. I mean, the double plays and stuff that got him out of that was just insane. It was an amazing first month, um, but he certainly is a guy at his age. You kind of have to have a specific plan if you want to keep his arm ready to go in the postseason. And one year, $10.5 million was just too high of a price that I wouldn't have wanted the Rangers to yeah. pay anyway, and they certainly weren't going to pay. Guy can't go back-to-back days for 10 mil? Yeah. I mean, if even the first day is real shaky. The second day, he's not having a successful inning. No doubt. At least that's what I saw with the Rangers. No, you, you definitely got to that point where it's like, man, I, I don't care how many pitches it is. If he pitched last night, I don't want to see him tonight. No. Like, that was just kind of where he's at. And, and it makes in, sense, dude. Well, I mean, he's, it they he's were up there in age. pickle where it was like, who else was, was Boach going to trust? Oh, no, so for sure. For, but he, Their hands he, were tied. But he is not a guy, yeah, he is not a guy that you can pitch on back-to-back days at this stage of his career. Can I get Cole Reagans back, please? I wouldn't mind it. But I don't know <laughs> I mean, that Cole Reagans was ever going to hit the type of performance level with the Rangers organization that he hit in the second half of the season with the Royals. They helped him out in a way that the Rangers weren't. The only thing that ticks me off about the Chapman <laughs> era ending here with the Rangers is, and maybe we still have an opportunity at this, and honestly I'll probably put my investigative journalism hat on, <laughs> uh, as I tend to do from time to time, yeah. when we get to surprise. surprise. But uh, I believe it was Will Smith, uh, who is also now a former Ranger, told us during the uh, the weekly Rangers players show at one point that uh, Aroldis Chapman has one of the most insane concoctions when it comes to like a, 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 a weightlifting guy. No, oh, no, no, the oh, heat, the, tiger the, bomb. The, the lotion, the tiger whatever bomb. it was, oh, whatever yeah. concoction he came up with where it's like he lathers on his throwing shoulder uh, some level of like icy hot times a million, you yeah. know, and like figuring out what that is and who has used it and could it be a payoff situation for us? Like how bad does that actually hurt? 
Just getting the details on all that, I think, would be fascinating. I am fascinated just by the idea of, what do they call that, a salve? It's like that gooey stuff. You just, like, put it on a wound. Yes, or Maybe yes. you have an internal injury. They just stick this goop like on it. like just glue it back. Placenta. It, it's, just, it's just doing magic. <laughs> it's just, it, it, yeah. Guys, I'm learning over here. Well, yeah. learning these new words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, Umbilical I, cord. Yeah. I think you need placenta extract for those sabs. Absolutely. Yeah. He sent me a he sent me a text there at Kegels question mark. I'm like, oh jeez, you're in the thick of this right I now, am aren't in the you? Thick of it, man. Uh, so yeah, no no more uh, no more Chapman, but uh, he will forever be a champion, a Texas Ranger champion. Thank you for your effort. And so there is a special place in all of our hearts for you. And we'll be at Globe Life Field uh, tailgating for Rangers Fan Fest on Friday, which is very exciting. Are we tailgating? Yeah, we're tailgating. Well, I we're tailgating with Chef Matt <laughs> in Market Street. Uh, we will not be doing that. We will be at Globe Life Field. But we'll uh, be inside. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's just, no chance to be standing like, outside drinking beers. Yeah, well, it's we a three-game high party. This is not a championship hey, parade. Can I, I stand us. outside by the car with beers? Texas like Live is right there. The Seven Eleven is right there. There will be Tolos around. I, think I don't think is, we sell beer at that Seven Eleven. Okay, well, inside they do. I You're tried. Right. Well, during the championship parade, they did not. I don't know if that's always the case, but during the parade, they knew it was uh, sort of a disaster waiting to happen. Trust me, I, I tried. I, I really walked I over there. You did. I did. I waited through the crowd. Actually, crowd surfed to get over there. That was tough getting back and Ooh. forth, man. I almost had a full blown panic attack in the middle of that, dude. It got it, yeah. It was, it was I just coming back and covering the parade, like on the yeah. street corners. You know, it was tough. You guys did the way you worked those corners, kind man, of a no. pipe. It was. Hey, the boss gosh, put me there for a reason. He knows impressive. his talent. Kind yeah. of yeah. He was his guy, dude. He was raving about. I really your work didn't too. get much Damn, out of man. your reports, by the way. You didn't hear any of it? Well, your reports were not very good. <laughs> we should go back and hear them. I mean, we were crossfaded. Give us a break, dude. So the uh, behind the scenes, Eric and I are standing right next to each other. After I, that's what I'm saying. You're supposed to be like miles apart. <laughs> you kidding me? You think we're not going to celebrate this moment together? You guys How quit. How dare you break up championship friends on a championship parade day? You, you quit. Is I mean, no, we did not. Come I'm not on, going, dude. I'm not going out there. For his, he did walk a little bit down Hell the street for his hits. Hell was spittle. I'm not going over here. Nah, man. You we did. were we were the we were the eyes and ears for for the for the Ranger fan. We were in the thick okay. of it, man. We were with the Tolos. <laughs> I don't remember it being very good. And you probably just don't remember it. I don't remember a lot of things. Is this the is this the <laughs> is this the coolest thing? Is this the no, coolest really thing isn't. that you can remember a team doing? You know, just when you thought <laughs> the owner of the Clippers, Steve Ballmer, couldn't get any more badass. What? With the with the toilets and whatnot that are going to go down in this new arena for the Clippers, okay. all the uh, innovative things that Big this scoreboard. arena will have that the next arena doesn't. How about this? ESPN sources a woge bomb for the ages. The Clippers' new arena, the Intuit Dome, is planned to have its own 21 and older section in the upper bowl that will allow for fans to smoke marijuanas and heaters. He he oh. wrote cigarettes, but heaters. So this is a, we're, we're in, a, in a, an NBA arena. Is there like a smoking porch you can walk out onto, or are we actively smoking upstairs? That must yeah. be a hell of an air filtration system in the boys' room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I did that. I did that at uh, at PGE Park a number of times in the early days of the Portland Timbers when they were still a USL side. There would be about 300 uh, people up there. Just chain smoking darts? And me and my buddies would go up there with some cold beer, yeah, and a few st- cigarettes and just, you know, have ourselves a hangout. The good old days, man. Nobody ever bothered us. Come on, Timbers. Unfortunately, that is a uh, is a butt cracking, boys. Oh, no. Oh. I, uh, and I, I'm actually, oh. if I'm being completely honest with you, I'm just finding out in the commercial break that this was a butt cracking. Gosh, and I can it. thank Elon Musk for it. Because what Twitter now does is where they come back and they uh, they give you like the community note 
somebody sends a tweet out and everybody takes it for face value, but then Twitter catches on to, oh, something that is untrue is going viral. They'll put a community note under it and they'll explain to you how wrong this is. And I almost got got, or I really did for the last like 24 hours up until a few minutes ago. Uh, I got I was got by why he put in a transfer to Los Angeles <laughs> corporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's at Woj. The, the Twitter account it looks. I mean, it looks like Adrian Wojnarowski to a T. It's at Woj D ESPN. So it's oh, just like it just. It's very oh, easy to. Oh, very easy to get got by this. But I'm I spent the weekend so, thinking that sorry. we could go. You know, if if we ever find ourselves like Oxnard, if there's a Clippers game, we make our way to the Clippers Arena just to say we did. Couple of heaters, basketball Went game. Went to the forum. Not true, not real, not happening. Dude. You know that's what? a sad butt crack. I saw some seats at that new arena, though. If you're up at the very top, that scoreboard, you can't see the other end of the court. Literally, you cannot see, like, at one end to the other, that scoreboard where it sits. Oh, that's tough. It's too low? It's too low. Oh, yeah, no. You can't see. That's an architectural disaster. Someone's losing is. their job. It you need to that you out. cannot see one half of the court if you're sitting at the very top of that stadium. That's wow. an issue. That's that's definitely disappointing. The eight one seven says that arena would be called the hot box. <laughs> I think so. I think we should call it the hot box. Well, uh, it's a fake arena and it's not happening. And it's uh it's unfortunate. It really Damn is. It. I, I, I am like genuinely sorry to bring you that news. I wanted that to be basketball, not butt crack, but unfortunately that's I was not the case. To go to Oxnard and just go and sit in that arena. There's not even a game being played. We just hang out in that area. I know. I mean, you probably don't even have to do it officially. If if somebody can't handle two and a half hours without their nicotine fix or their THC, they just go into one of those family restrooms, a couple of ribs. If you have to use the men's room, not a 100%. bad place to go. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just the, the, the general bathroom, one way or another, it's getting done. Mm. Uh, that could have been Walchuk. That could have been a, a fun experience for Walchuk's first ever cigarette. You know, Walchuk's <laughs> never had one. Never had one. Not a puff. Really? Not even, not no. even a, a cool with the boys picture of a cigarette hanging from his lip. Considering He's scared old, of it. Your old man's like the Marlboro man. That's the right? reason why I haven't done it. Yeah, it's really. Yep. Wow. Watched wow. his dad almost burn his house down with a heater, and Literally. he said, "You know what? This that is probably not happened. for me." Drank the. We, uh, we scarred that much. Hey, there's a little David and Joku and all things. You know, he was using the Coke can as an ashtray, and little oh, me you drank comes ashes. in. I drank out of that. Drank the cigarette ash. I'm like, yeah, you know, this doesn't sound like it's for me. Hmm. So you know, trying. But there was it also the house either. I gave it a try. I was like, man, let me try these cigarettes. And I was just like, it it just tastes bad. Yeah. This feeling in my mouth. It, it was only good after like about three beers. From beer like three to 12. Yeah. Cigarettes are great. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I was like, man, I just, I need to brush my teeth and wash my hands. It's bad. Yeah, that will happen night with the boys. Somebody's How, like, oh, yeah, can we uh, door dash some cigarettes or something? <laughs> like, damn, uh, all right, man. How good of a go did you, like, how good of a run did you give it, though? Did you give it a fair chance? Yeah, you know, did you give it a fair you know shake? Yeah. You know he did. Yeah, okay. I did. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this wasn't built for it. How about, how about my this? buddy? My buddy, I think I've told you this, was a smoker who ran marathons. You know, he was made for it. He loved it. He's like, okay. no, my hands smell There's great. A story about this. Do you have this? There's a huge story about Let's this. Let's go. Uh, I don't know if we should do it now because. Marathon smoker? Yeah. yeah, marathon smoker. In China. We've seen this guy before, Mr. Oh. Chen. Uh, he's just a, he's a dominant, I mean, dominant marathoner. Uh, at a relatively old age, but the whole time he's he's the he's entire perfect. time he's, he's puffing perfect. on a cigarette, and when he runs yeah. out, boom, he's got a next one ready to go. <laughs> I think he does the Matt Patricia thing, Fat Patricia thing, where oh, he's, he's got it in his ear. Nice, but he's actually using his. You know what I mean? Like there's a point for him to have that cigarette in his ear, unlike the pen for Fat Patricia, where he's holding a laminated board or card that is obviously. Uh, you know, not capable to be written on. Nonetheless, there's a great story about this. Maybe we'll hit it tomorrow because I have two unique uh, ancillary sports 
uh, disqualifications that we might need to do a G-Bag Nation make the call on. I think that gentleman needs extra credit. You know, there should be like a smoker's division where you're just, you're crushing. Some people must have lungs that just filter that out. Like, I'm taking all of this soot and it's magically gone, you know, or it's not affecting my breathing. I feel like as soon as I smoked a couple of cigarettes, I felt like I had inhaled like dust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how how could people still be athletic doing this? Like the European (laughs) basketball players and soccer players. It's fairly common. Freaking Luca. You know, yeah, some no. of these pros can just handle it. It's a, it's a special it's a special breed. It's a special sort of superpower. I still think I'd rather have the 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 nose barbecue nose that uh, Broadus's dad has. Yeah, but that's I mean that's a one A one B situation. Barbecue <laughs> the barbecue sense. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. roll down the window and it's I'll tell sniff. you where to go. I tell know there's barbecue yep. somewhere within yeah. in a radius. Alrighty, uh, well, there's a sports hodgepodge for you on a Monday night. It's time to get set for the get right. Reggie and Blake are in the bullpen throwing heat. They have a full four-hour show planned, and they're going to tell you about it next right here in the GPAC Nation. Okay, the Titans are hiring Brian Callahan. That means, I guess, Dan Quinn won't be going there, but there are some in-person interviews set up for this week. Maybe DQ getting a job somewhere. Big Tom Callahan not going to get that job? Uh, no, I guess not. Uh, but Brian Callahan. Brian there. Callahan, yeah. Right. Son of Bill, former Bengals Running OC. game Moses, this kid. Not football Jesus. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> we're joined Trevor. now by the get right Reggie and Blake, gentlemen. Good evening. How the heck are you? Yo, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Doing, Doing well, man. Had a couple days off. Now I'm back here. Got the apartment set up. I'm excited to be with you guys. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. By that, you mean you have a lawn chair in front of your TV that's oh, yeah. sitting on the ground? Oh, yeah. It, it, day by day, it gets better. But see, I'm a person. I need my mental space to be right before I start really decorating, so I don't do it when I'm tired. Are you Gotta going just his mattress on the ground? Let him have uh, a lawn chair. Mattress is on the ground. <laughs> Bed frame arrives Monday. Okay. A week from now. So, uh, mattress on the ground. What's your mental space is telling you right now about uh, Chiefs Ravens? Who's going to win that game? Ooh, that's a great question. And it's and me and Reggie are going to get into this. Like, can you go against Mahomes? Like, this is probably the worst we've seen the offense recently this in this year. But they keep proving us wrong. And now look at us. We were all saying they wouldn't even make the playoffs, so they wouldn't go far. Now they're in the AFC Championship six years out of six years. So I got Ravens, but I would not be surprised if Mahomes does some magic. I, I've seen the Baltimore Ravens look dominant in every single game they've played. Now, they've messed around and given some games back at the end, but they've looked dominant in every single game, and I can't say that for any other team in the NFL. That's my number one seed all the way across the playoffs. Yeah, they're looking great right now, and the only team that really got a runaway victory here over the weekend, so would not surprise me at all, but I, I just can't get my head around picking against Mahomes. Same, uh, and, and I did it. I thought the Bills, it was their time, and maybe it's the Ravens' time as well, and maybe they finally do get the win at home because you're absolutely right. They've been the most consistent team. They didn't have that three-week skid that the 49ers did when they were granted injured, but Baltimore's looked like a juggernaut. Uh, I don't know that I can ever pick against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs again. Ooh, we should do an early uh, an early GTS with the G-Bag Nation and the Get Right. A good old-fashioned guess that spread. Chiefs going to Baltimore, AFC Championship game. We'll start with the bully. Six and a half. Uh, uh, the uh, Ravens. Ravens favored by six and a half. Reggie? Ravens, Ravens five. Ravens uh, three and a half. Two and a half. I'm going to go Ravens four. Three and a half. Brian Broad is the football guy of the day. That a man that's never been in a sports book had a fear of losing his job. <laughs> yeah. Watch me when we go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Uh oh. Oh. Oh you boy. Jump in there. I'm gonna jump in there. Absolutely. So who's in charge of holding his wallet to make sure that he doesn't go broke? No, I'm gonna watch him go broke. Okay. Then yeah, he can watch me good. go broke. Okay. I thought you were the like of all the people in the room that will be headed out there. I thought Zach was the most likely to be responsible for Broadus in that way, and you were like, nope. So okay. If he's never Best done luck. it before, my man needs to cut loose. 
Speaking of responsible. Second night, night, I'll rent it. You know how it is, man. You got to take your lumps. Out of of all y'all that did your bet payoffs, who has had the longest lasting effect? Is anybody still hurting from there? Still mentally? 100%. I mean, mean, Wolchuk. I mean, the the, the backlash. Y'all all all just pointed at each other. Everybody pointed at another person. Did you see what just happened? Who's the. I'm 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 sitting on 72 hours of constipation, but this is nothing compared to what happened to Wolchuk. The back got. The back was effed up, bro. I mean, I had to go see whatever they're called, the skin doctors. Dermatologists. And it was only until two weeks ago that he could talk about that and say was. Yeah. It was this has been like a borderline 12 month affliction on his back on so, his skin. So, so Wooly's got it on the his worst long lasting mm. post bet payoff. Okay? A lot of ingrown hairs, right? Yeah, it was just, almost cost oh, you a fiance. Just disgusting. <laughs> Hell, I can't believe she said yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh how about this from <laughs> well, when you're as impressive in the front as yeah. Wolchuk is, yeah. you don't even worry we about it. We all saw it with the speedo, yeah. right? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, how about this from David Hellman? Yes, it was a sight to behold. It was a sight. Damn, very right. long femurs. Yes, I learned yeah. long femurs. Was it very Hank Hill esque? Just the, the entire. Package? That's not your femur. <laughs> like a roll of quarters. Yeah. We go to the Twitter account of David Hellman. Not a single path looks appealing for Dallas. Whoa. He was talking about uh, which way of the three options you take with Dak Prescott's contract. Yeah. He says, but of the options available. I'd say you either push every chip to the middle and get borderline reckless with it, or you start looking for an exit strategy right now in 2024. That's shocking to read from David Hellman, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Uh, but uh, he's not wrong, and that that's the tough thing that the cap guys are looking I, Me personally, I think they're going to extend. I think you got to do both. I, I think you make an all-in move and, yeah. then, and then consider moving on. Yeah. But I, I'm – I think there's enough good here going on that I don't I don't want to just blow it up. Broadish, you know you know a lot more than I do. What uh, it, that's debatable. The other guys screw you guys, but yeah. Broadus though. What what are the chances? Yeah, we can yeah. fill a book with things being well chucked up. What, now. What's what's the rate that they just let Dak's contract expire? I know we think they're going to expand. I, I've asked that zero question. Yeah, zero. I've, okay. I've asked that question though, but yeah, because uh, to me, you just because of the coach, mm-hmm. you know, the coach's situation and the quarterback. I mean. If you really don't feel I me, mean, Eric, Eric makes some strong, passionate speeches about this isn't the guy. Yeah, I'm you with know? him. And, I'm, and you wonder if they think the same thing as Eric does. They really, really do. Yeah. We will uh, discuss that and more tomorrow in the G-Bag Nation 2-7. to seven. Gentlemen, what's coming up on the show tonight? Uh, we're going to have some fun this evening, talk about what we learned from the divisional round. But um, also, we're going to ask, what's the best and worst place you've ever watched an NFL uh, playoff game? At uh, A40. Looking forward to that. I want to thank Carter Freeman, Lucius Alexander, Wolchuk, Chiafalo, and Broadus. I'm Gavin Dawson. Till tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation. At ease.